Hi, my little wildflowers. I know. It's been a long, long time since I've talked. I could sit here and give you 101 excuses of why. Why didn't I record? Why did I do this? Why did I do that? I can sit here and tell you all those. But just to kind of sum it up and not to spend a lot of time on the negative, I had a low. I had a really bad low. I got diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease, which is a autoimmune disorder that affects your thyroid. And I kind of let that get into my mind. We were going through some issues personally within my family um, regarding my immediate one. And a lot has happened. I have finished the school year, you know, as a teacher, and I'm using the summer to really refresh. And that's what the last couple weeks have been, has been this really fresh and restarting myself. And I'm back to kind of where I am. I'm back to being able to focus on myself, focus on my body, and really focus in on how do I help myself. And so it's taken me time just to step away, especially from social media, especially stepping away and just finding the things that I love the most. I realized that I lost my Walden. We moved back to my hometown, which I'm super grateful for. I am closer to the school I teach at. I am happier. There's a lot more for us. It allows us to do a lot more. And it allows my husband and I to really find our Walden. And I think that's the really awesome thing about my husband and I is we have a very similar Walden. If you guys are kind of lost on that top, that like word I'm using, Walden, um, I am an English major. I, well, I'm an English teacher, but I have my background in English. I'm also right now working on my master's program to get my master's in English. So again, another thing on my plate. But Henry David Thoreau was the author that created Walden. And he said that he basically left society to go out to the woods for two years, two months, two weeks, two days. It was all twos. And I learned this way back my junior year in American Lit of my Walden. And Walden is the place that you feel yourself. And so for me, I always thought I knew my Walden. I did. I thought I knew exactly where it was. And then I tried to use my Walden. And I realized my Walden changed. And I had to refine it. And that's probably sometimes the hardest thing to do is find the place that you feel yourself. And it did. It took me kind of getting back to my hometown to realize my Walden. I always said I knew it. But it wasn't until I got back home that I realized the lake, the area out by the lake, is my Walden. That's where I feel the happiest. I My memories are growing there. Um, yeah, I just, I found my Walden. And I think that's probably the best thing. I think another thing that really helped me out was I was struggling. I was listening to a lot of podcasts. Um, I was at school very early in the morning, just focusing on that. And I started listening to all these podcasts. No big deal. You know, I love podcasts. I incorporate them into my teaching. We listen to them. I made my kids make podcasts, all this stuff. <laughs> like, you know, I love podcasts. And I really got into some negative ones where I really focused on the number on the scale, not how I felt. 
And it wasn't until I really saw Callie Jordan or Sweaty and I Know It, her podcast, that I really started to be able to realize who I am. It's not the number. It's not that stupid figurative number. You know, we did a car. My brother-in-law is a car salesman and we were talking about credit score and it's one of those numbers that nobody knows. It's all magical. And that's the number on the scale. It's this magical number that we have this idea of what perfect is, yet perfect for someone's not perfect for the other or what's right. And just kind of listening to the podcast, Sweaty, and I know it, it really helped me. And all the things that I used to do and lost love in, she kind of just helped me out just getting back into it. You know, I'm not doing the 45 minute workouts anymore. She had just a great beginners just to get me back into it. And I absolutely love listening to her. So if you just need a little bit of a reset, please go listen to her because she's absolutely phenomenal. So just to kind of revamp, I'm really kind of changing it up. And I still want to do my sticky note. But now I want to tell you just what I'm growing to love, okay? In 605 or South Dakota, we grow a lot of things. We have our wonderful wildlife that's natural that we grow. We grow weird animals. We have animals. You know, we have a paddlefish, which it's the weirdest thing to ever think about. But we grow a lot. So I really want to focus on what am I growing? What am I growing to love, growing to do, growing to kind of help myself? And I also want to keep my post-it note of kind of what the one thing I'm working on. And I think those are going to naturally kind of start going together. So kind of what I'm growing to do is I'm growing to love myself. Every morning, you know, I was sleeping probably close to 12 to 15 hours a day. And I really lost a lot of that in my body. And so now I'm growing to love myself. You know, I have a wonderful husband that reminds me how beautiful I am, even though I don't see it. I have an amazing stepson. I have a stepson that tells me how much I'm the princess. He thinks every time I put on a dress, I'm a princess. And it makes me feel good. But it also helps when I realize it, that I realize that I'm growing to love myself again. And it's phenomenal. And I think what I'm doing to help me grow is to really, really, really work on moving my body in positive ways. I try to focus in a couple of things a day. I like to, of course, focus on my body, either by my hot girl walks, Pilates. Um, I do a lot of at-home Pilates. I'm not yet at the gym. You know, it's nice out here. So I really like to use at-home workouts, going outside and walking, Um, even just sitting outside and just stretching is my favorite thing right now. But I also like to focus on my mind. There are days where I put away my (laughs) wonderful cell phone that we are all so much attached to. And I do Sudoku's, I read, I journal, and I'm really kind of working on my mind as well. And that's such a great balance I found. So that's kind of what I'm growing to love right now. So let's move on to my main segment where we're going to talk about the master reset I just did. So, like I stated kind of a couple of seconds ago, I went through a master reset. I completely had to reset my life. 
I was in a place where I was dark and I just very much went with the flow of life. I woke up, went to school, taught, did some grading, went home, ate supper, left, and went to bed. Like, I left the, like, you know, and I was not in the best place. I really watched just kind of how my face changed. Um, I lost a lot of my glow. My students started to notice that the glow left, and I just counted down the days until I was done, and I was burnt out. I was burnt out mentally, physically. I was burnt out as a teacher. I was burnt out as a wife, a daughter. I didn't want to talk to people. I lost just connections with my friendships. I just kind of like, uh. I picked up alcohol, which I'm not a big drinker, but I went to that. I picked up drinking about four to five cups of coffee a day just to keep awake. And I got nothing. And so I had to change. I had to go through such a major reset. And I think the first thing that I focused on was my health. I noticed that I was sleeping a lot more. I was worried. I was going to the doctors thinking I was having issues with my I was on an antidepressant and an anti-anxiety medicine. And I'm like, I'm constantly tired. I'm gaining weight. I thought it was the side effects. And my doctor kept saying, yep, it's the medicine. It's the medicine. Um, I kept going back every couple of weeks just to try out my new dose, new medicine, blah, blah, blah. And the weight just kept going and going and going. And... At that time, I was like, this is not right. This is not who I am. What's going on? And I had a really bad thing. I actually thought kind of, I kind of pulled my husband away from his in-laws. I was very secluded. Finally, my in-laws said something and my mother-in-law got medical and she knows this, been around medical she said, it's time for a new doctor. And I said, no, like, you know, my doctor I've had since I was in, you know, middle school. And everyone's like, no, something's wrong. Something's seriously wrong. You know, people at school started saying it, you know, coworkers. And switched up to a new doctor. And there was one test I never got, but it runs in my family, was thyroid. And noticed that my numbers were close to 200 over the normal range. And that's not good. As a growing body, that's not healthy. But finally, I got a new doctor. I got on thyroid medicine and we're still kind of working out some of the kinks, but we found out that I have Hashimoto's. So that was something that we really had to look at. And getting on that medicine really helped out with that lack of care and that lack of energy, because now instead of having just a sole little pill trying to fix everything, I've got a couple pills, you know, that are trying to fix individual parts that are overworking, really helping out with my anxiety. And so I finally got myself better and then I could start finishing up. So going to the doctor was probably my biggest help of resetting my body and finding that doctor that works because a lot of my solution or problems kind of started to solve up when I got my thyroid checked up and I feel a lot better. 
the next thing I did was starting to come up with a sleep schedule. Sleep is so much the best thing for you. Like sleep is a miracle. Like you need it. You can't run and thrive on three hours of sleep. But you don't also thrive on 15 to 17 hours of sleep, which I was doing at points. My weekend was considered of, consisted of sleeping. So I got onto a sleep schedule. You know, I started taking my phone away at night. I started to drink water, you know, not eat super late. My meals are now at 5, you know, before bedtime, like 5 p.m. Kind of getting my heart rate up a little bit, reading working on Sudoku's, but my phone was away. And I even spent that time just talking to my husband. And that right there put me in such a better place to sleep. I used to be addicted to melatonin. Like I would have to legit take two to three of those a night just to sleep. And now that I got my natural um, circadian rhythm back, I can actually sleep and it's a restful sleep and I feel happy. But on the flip side, it's also that morning routine. And now I love knowing in the morning that I wake up and I set up all my coffee the night before. It's part of my bedtime routine as well. But I get to brew my coffee, take my thyroid medicine, and I have to wait about a half an hour between eating and taking it. So I get my coffee, but I like my coffee a little bit cold. So like I don't like it really hot. So like I'll shower, do my skincare, brush my teeth, get ready get clothes on by then my coffee's like it's like lukewarm I guess you can say but it's perfect for me and then I fill myself with protein my husband I used to hate eggs I hated eggs it was the texture of eggs it wasn't the flavor it was the texture not gonna lie and he started making these like egg bite thingies they look like cupcakes he called them egg cupcakes and they had bacon. It had green peppers, onions. Um, we have had garlic. We've had all these like different veggies in there, spinach, hash browns. Like we just put so much, we kind of just throw whatever we want in them. And it's so good. Like it makes me feel good, energized and ready to go in the morning. And so just kind of getting that good routine both at night and in the morning to really help you wake up and following that routine. There's days where I slip up and I went to Okaboji with to visit my brother-in-law. And you know, one in doubt when you're in Okaboji, you're out there, you're in the sun, you gotta do all the touristy things. And there was some alcohol, which I'm not saying alcohol is bad. I do dabble in it once in a while, especially when they are put in cute cups and they're pretty. But I also really love zero tequila, like zero alcohol tequila. Best thing. I hands down love it. And I remember waking up the next morning. It's like, oh, I don't feel the best. I don't, I didn't have my, you know, and I, I'm kind of a little bit of a snob now. I'm like, I need my routine. I need my, my little thing that pushes back my face. I need my serums. I need to slug. Like I need it. And I did turn into a little bit of a snob, but it helps me. And I feel better when I have it. So really working on my sleep was the next step that I did towards my master reset. Then I kind of found the things that I love and I incorporated those into my day. Despite how busy I got, despite how frantic or I've got an awards night this night, I've got practice this night, I've got to meet up with my cohort, like to work on this next project, this unit, we need to talk about this. I made time for one of the things that I really love. And I made a list 
and I got this from one of my professional developments I went to through the school of I made a list of all the things that I love that brings me happiness that just brings a smile to my face and I do that because it's those little things and I always try to do something like that it's either walk outside for a couple minutes sit in the sunshine it's getting a treat coffee once in a while maybe it's going out to the lake and just walking the trails It's going on the walking bridge or doing something that just makes me happy. And I make sure that I do that. And so I incorporate one of those no matter what. Now I do sometimes if I do a smaller one like, oh, get a coffee. I try to do something else as well to make sure that it's really a little bit more, you know, and just make sure that I find that. I would say number one is taking walks for me. My husband and I love taking our walks after supper. It helps us relax. It lets us talk about our day, what's coming up, you know, what's happening. Is it our weekend? Is, you know, we get our stepson, like, what should we do? Hey, I saw this on Facebook. Um, Do you want to take little guy there? Like, blah, blah, blah. Hey, you know, we got no kid in a couple of weeks. Like, I saw this. Did you want to try that? how it's work. You know, I saw this uh, thing. I want to do that. And it just allows us to be a healthy couple because a healthy couple starts with yourself too. You got to love yourself if you want to love another person. So that was something that I make sure that I do. Now that I'm home majority of the days, and I especially spend a lot of time at my laptop working on next year's curriculum, working on my master's, reading, you know, trying to figure out some stuff. I try to make sure that I do about three of them a day. I try to do one in the morning, after lunch, and then one with my husband. So it's something that we like to do, but it's also something I need to do on my own. The next kind of big thing that I did was I switched up my kind of routine. I fell into a routine in everything. And I know this is a little pricey and you don't have to do this, but I started running out of the products I did, so it was a perfect time. But I kind of went in and I cleaned out all the things that was kind of associated with the bad, like the, like my juju juice, you know, it was like, oh yeah, I switched up my shampoo, my conditioner, my body wash. I switched up my skincare. I switched up everything that I kind of fell into a rut. I have diagnosed OCD. So I do have a routine and I have to kind of keep things certain ways, but It's also good to explore and have new things. And so I kind of just went through. I noticed I was running low on a lot of my products. You know, my husband does use some of my hair stuff like that doesn't work out. So I'm like, well, you know, he's getting low. So if I do mess up and I need to give him like he's got stuff now and I got new a lot of new things. I even got new toothpaste. I splurged and I bought myself a new water bottle. I did, I haven't pulled the trigger exactly yet. I got a Stanley dupe. I got it from Altered State, but I even got a new water bottle. I got a new bed sheets. I completely changed up my whole room and I really just kind of changed up my lifestyle. And I think that helps. It's just to ultimately change your life as well. Not dramatically and go cut your hair, but change up your shampoo once in a while. Change up your face wash, you know. I was very much, I still am, 
I love the ordinary, but I switched over to the good molecules and I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm loving good molecules right now. Like I've slowly started taking some of their like smaller products. I'm like, okay, I love their eye cream. And then I love their sunscreen. I love their, um, overnight like oil type thing. And now I'm slowly buying more and good molecules and CeraVe are taking up my life and knock off Vaseline. Like that is my skincare. I am a sunscreen girly now. I do not go outside without sunscreen. I have it in my moisturizer, but if I know I'm going to go outside, which is about every day now, sometimes when we have lazy days, like this weekend when it was raining, so we had a lazy day with our stepson, well, my stepson, and like, I'm not going to put it on, but it's in my moisturizer, and then we started going out. I'm like, hold on, guys. I got to go use the restroom, and I, you know, put on my sunscreen, so I'm a sunscreen girly. When in doubt, get sunscreen. It makes you feel good too. I think it's just like a sugar pill. And there's this big thing of like the sugar pill effect of, oh, is it actually like working or does it make you feel like it work? And I'm sorry. I 100% find myself little sugar pills and they make me feel good. It's serotonin and I'm okay with that. Like my new water bottle. Do I need another water bottle? No. Do I have about seven other perfectly wonderful water bottles in my cupboard. Yes. But it made me feel good. It's serotonin. It's helping me drink more water. And yeah, I don't care. I like my sugar pill. But all in all, I really focused on myself. Okay. That was what my major reset was, was figuring out what I needed to make myself better. And it's okay to get help. 110% okay to go ask for help. I didn't know where to start. I felt like I needed to do everything on my own. I felt like I didn't know who to go to. And I was very lucky. I have two moms, you know, my mother-in-law and my real mom. And it's 100% the best thing ever. And go to them and say, hey, I don't know what to do. I'm this. I'm that. I don't feel good. I'm not eating. I'm doing this. I'm overeating. I'm ignoring my gluten allergy. I, I don't care. I don't care. And it's okay just to everything out. And for some of us, it's our best friend. It's our sister, our counselor, our mothers, our fathers, our anyone in our life. But asking for help is the best thing ever. The best thing. And that's my number one tip is if you don't know what to do, ask for help. Reach out to that person and ask for help because they will make sure that you are 110%. As always, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you go like my Instagram, 605diaries. If you really do like the content, please follow. That's my goal this summer is to really work on my podcast, work on posting more, getting back into that routine. Thank you guys.